0: One two three four. Chicken, Jonathan. Chicken, Jonathan. Chicken, oh, John- Jonathan. Chicken, <laughs> Jonathan. Chicken, Jonathan. Chicken, Jonathan. Chicken, Jonathan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we we harmonize there good. a little bit. <laughs> <We're> close. close. <laughs> oh man! Welcome, welcome oh, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to, welcome to the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> and just before the podcast. Jake and I spoke about the fact that I spoke to his friend and co-author John Saratsky, uh, co-author of Sprint. I spoke to him for the first time last week. And, oh no, I'm getting a phone call. (laughs) Actually, this is, um, I'm getting a phone call. I'm not going to answer it, but it's, oh, you don't know this person, but it's someone from Google. I'm very excited about this phone call. You should take it. You should take it. it Can you patch
1: him in? Can you take it? It wouldn't
0: be the type of call to have on the (laughs) podcast. There, like... Very obsessive about the NDAs, but I'll tell you about it afterwards. Just
1: beep out the whole episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even the fact that I said it's a call from someone at Google is already a problem. <laughs> so I was talking to your friend and co-author of both Make Time and Sprint last week. And I never spoken to him in person, like, well, o- online. So in video format. And I kind of, yeah, I was, whatever. So anyway, I just clicked on the Zoom call and what appears in front of me <laughs> is the best looking man I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. God, I know. Yeah. He's, it's ridiculous. He's so handsome. He's so it's handsome. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And like, I've known the guy now for like eight years or something. So I've worked with like so many times. I'm like, you know, I'm like work. It's me and him, like going in to meet people. And you're just like you just know. I just know going in. I'm like they're staring. I'm the ugly guy. Like that, they're just like, oh, there's like the handsome guy. And then there's like some other there's some other person. You know, like and
0: dog person. He's so dog man. He looks
1: yeah, he's so handsome. Like he got this camera setup thing, like you and I have going with like that. You helped me yeah. get set up where it's like a you got a camera with a lens that is plugged in with yeah high like quality an HDMI adapter. And he he was quick to do that when COVID hit and. And so he, you know, his video looked good. And I kept like, when I was taking screenshots and setting up stuff for the boot camp, I kept showing it to my family, like to my wife. And all. I was like, yeah, so here's how it looks. And she's like, yeah, why does John's video, John always looks so good.
0: Like, what is it, the lighting or is it? And I was like, ah, "No, he's, no, it's, it's his, his face. face. <laughs> it's just his face. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same thing with my co-founder, Michael. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We would go to like workshops and stuff. We would walk into the room, and just the difference in how people <laughs> talked to me and reacted to me, and how it was with Michael. People would like dreamily yeah. stare into his eyes, and just kind of like it wouldn't really matter what he said. Everyone no, was like, "Oh my god, he's got the same thing." So going charming, on. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. With both anyway, of them, with both of them, it's not guys. just
1: that they're handsome, but they also have this really warm like smile. Like it's, you know, the whole thing yeah. is like you're very drawn in. I want to get lost in his eyes. Yeah. Well, starting next week, I think handsome John Zaratsky, as I like to call him, is gonna be the mm-hmm. hosting the podcast with me for a little while. Yes. While you are chilling. Well, you're gonna be on sabbatical. What are you gonna what are you gonna be doing?
0: Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Well, before we get into your very exciting story, yeah, I have a story about uh, what happened to me which last sounds night, like
1: it's I'll just have to tell you guys soon. Although there's a it, there is an unresolved mystery as part of the story, but anyway, we'll get to that.
0: But <laughs> okay, this is my final podcast recording, probably for the next four episodes at least, because I'm on vacation until pretty much the end of October. Uh, sorry, the end of September. And yeah, I think so basically for me, what we're doing is next Tuesday, we're getting a VW camper van and driving off into the sunset. Wow. That is the...
1: Choo-choo. That is my wife's dream for what we'll do is to take a road trip like that. And then until... We get to the point where I'm like, do you remember that you don't like driving? Like, you don't like being in a car for yeah. very long. And then she's like, ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. But like, it doesn't stop that dream from coming back. It's very romantic, uh, though. Because it sounds really, it does sound quite fun. So yeah.
0: where will you go? will you, I'll go? Tell you <laughs> when <I get> back. <laughs> Where will you go? What do you know? Or are we just sort of? The first week, so we're renting it just for one week first to see what it's like. We'll all be sleeping in it, so my daughter as well, who's you know one and a half years old, will also be in it, which will be the main challenge, because we've heard bad things about bringing young children in these things, and also good things, so we don't know. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be driving, first of all, just to two different campsites in North Germany. I don't even know exactly where, just like forests uh, up against lakes, oh, really cool. nice, really pretty, and then we'll see. I mean, my vacation is relatively long. I'm actually coming back to the office at the start of September to join this mastermind, like it's going to be this, the previous, I told you this mastermind I'm a part of, which we beeped out, but everyone figured it out anyway. (laughs) So we're just going to keep, we're going to keep it a mystery, but I'm in this mastermind and it's on Zoom while the COVID still uh, stuff is happening. And so I'm coming back here to watch it at the office with probably some team members here for three days and then back to vacation again. So it will be interesting. I mean, taking a vacation as the CEO is, yeah. Different <laughs> to being an employee. Like I already had conversations with people today where they're where they're like, uh, is there any chance I could send you is there any chance we could yeah. have a call like two days into your vacation? Or like we've got the numbers coming out like three days into your vacation. I can't really not do that. So yeah, but that's normal for the CEO situation. But I'm definitely gonna try to be pretty unplugged for the entire thing. So yeah, dunno. We'll see. It's just uh since we haven't booked flights to anywhere. It's freeform. Yeah. It's cool. It sounds really it sounds really nice. It sounds really nice. Gonna try to get in touch with myself, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. I'd lo- I'd love to go. I was, I think it's the idea of driving in a camper van and trying to get in touch with you. John, that sounds great. That sounds like a lot of it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm sure I'm not alone in thinking that I'd love to do that.
0: Tell me what happened last night. Dude. Whoa,
1: okay. Last night, I go to bed, I fall asleep. Go to bed like at a good time, a good hour or so. I, I, I fell asleep and I was awakened in the night by a smell. And, oh, Jake. And it was a horrible smell. Oh, no. And
0: uh, Does your wife know you're telling Yeah, us the well, story? No, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she shown. doesn't. <laughs> and
1: it was like, it definitely, it smelled like something probably was burning, mm-hmm. but I couldn't say for sure. It smelled like I would guess like hair was burning or like a chemical was like I just it was like do you know oh, that that's so you freaky occasionally have there's a smell that's like it's really gnarly and you don't you don't even some things you know like you're like that's smoke. Yeah. like but it's triggering your dangerous it's, it's triggering because yeah, like, it woke me up I was like I mean a smell woke me up that's crazy yeah. And then I like, I look over and, and my wife is awake too. And she's like, and I was like, did you smell that? And she's like, yeah. So we like both like hop out of bed and we're like, okay, we need to check the house. We need to see if there's like a fire in the house. Do you have fire alarms in the house? We have smoke detectors all over. Smoke we have detectors, yeah. What I think are good ones. We have the Nest smoke detectors and okay. I have brand loyalty because they were a company that we worked with Google. at Google Ventures. Yeah. But I presume that they're good. So we look around in our room, in our, we have this really old house. It's like uh, for America, an old house, or well, I should say for the West Coast. It was built last year. Built last year, yeah. Built early, <laughs> early last year. <laughs> early yeah. last year. This is
0: from 2019, <laughs> See, uh, as the scrolls will show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: no, it's, it's built in 1903, so that's pretty old for the West Coast. Yeah. And we've only, we've lived here for about a year. We're like, who knows? Like, is a wiring weird or something? Yeah. So, okay. So we run up. The first thing we do, I run downstairs and my wife runs upstairs. So there's like an attic and I run down to, to downstairs to check things out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Jake, Jake. And I like, I run up to the attic and she's like, oh my God. She's like, it smells really bad up here. And she's like, the floor is warm right here. And she's like, oh my God. Like Flynn's room. Flynn's our younger son. Flynn's room. Go. And I was like, oh my God, I pumped like so much adrenaline into my chest and I sprint oh down gosh. the stairs and I open up Flynn's door and like the air in there is like totally fine. Totally fine. Okay. He
0: probably it's got super a fright.
1: peaceful. No, he just like, he's dead out of sleep. He's just like totally chilled. Okay. And the dog sleeps with him and the dog kind of like pokes his head up and looks at me and he's like, bro. You know, yeah. Okay? Then, oh, what's your problem? And dude? then so I'm like, okay, that's good. Not in there. And then I like look in Luke's room and Luke's room is fine. And I go back upstairs and I'm like, they seem fine to me. Anyway. We end up spending like the next hour and a half just like going around and around in our house trying to smell. Just like smelling, 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 smelling. What the hell? Can smell it in different parts of the house but can't find a source for it. Finally, we wake up the dog to see if the dog can smell it because the dog, you know, has a better nose. And the dog immediately does start like sniffing around. And then he starts like, he'll like sniff, 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 sniff. And you're like, oh my God, he's got it. And then he like walks up to like these air mattresses that we got that we got out of storage because we are going to have to go camp or then he like and he's like i found them guys i found this thing that that's weird you know or he goes into the basement and he's like sniffs around and then he like picks up a cardboard box in his mouth And you're like oh god you're just a dog like you're not trained to like (laughs) he like sniffs around he sniffs around upstairs and then he's like oh guys i found something and it's like the cat so he wasn't helpful (laughs) and then by that time like finally the smell like it had started to clear out, and our hypothesis was that it was something outside. Yeah, and it did not smell like a skunk though, because we used to have skunks in ah. San Francisco, and skunks are like they do have a smell where you're like, it's that level of horrible, like burning chemical. You don't know what it is if when you smell a skunk really up close. Yeah. Yeah, so it remains a mystery, but I was awake. I ended up being awake for three hours because of the adrenaline spike when my wife said, oh, and and of course. It worked out that my wife thought the floor was hot. The cat had been sleeping there. so Oh, (laughs) so there was just like a bunch of cat hair there. So it was a total mystery, but I just got like, I had like a really weird, weird night because of that. That's so
0: so creepy and like, i don't know like what could it have been could it have been like did you look outside to see if there was I something Looked outside
1: a ton yeah i spent a lot of time like walking around with like the iphone flashlight on like looking around the house it could have been a something that burned that was like in our neighborhood a ways away it was nasty and it just sort and then of blew it just through came to you guys it could have yeah. been i'm gonna go look in the daylight and see if i if there's something outside on the house i mean it you know, we had this idea that maybe it was on this one side of the house where the smell was the strongest. Anyway, but yeah, that was no mm. no real idea. Like, no no real idea. So Strange. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's the story. The mystery smell. Yeah. Mystery smell. The mystery smell. Wow. That's, uh, I re- I was definitely hoping for a resolution, I know. but I know. maybe next week. The story was still it'll, pretty it'll, good. But I'll tell John and he won't even know what I'm talking about.
1: I'll be like, John, the smell was a badger that crawled into our heat pump and, he,
0: and you're, he's going to be like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't want to talk about heat pumps. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it's not the same with them, yeah, Jonathan. Like, oh, it's going to be very confusing yeah. to people, Jake and Jonathan. I know. And the, you know, anyone who joins, <laughs> and it's just a guy called John, who's probably going to have better topics, if you know, like, he, he's not the guy who's just going to be like, talking about heat pumps and smells. Yeah, You know, he's going to be like, he's too good looking for that. I, know,
1: I- I am curious to see what it will be like because he is much more organized than I am. So, you know, you're pretty organized. You bring topics sometimes. And so maybe he'll bring topics, but then I I don't know if he will or not. What I'm hoping is that he will... I mean, part of the downside of doing a podcast with him is you get no benefit from how handsome he is. Like, I get to yeah. look at him for however long we're yeah. recording, but for the audience... Photos don't do it justice as the, well. The audience isn't going to get anything out of that. They could look up a picture of him online while they're listening, but that's it's not the same thing. I'm going to see if I can find a photograph of him that,
0: like, does justice
1: because... He is by one the of those way, people who is more... Probably- like, he looks handsome in photos, but it's it's like a pure handsomeness where when you see you know sometimes like i feel like this is true with me like if i get a photo from just the right angle just the right lighting like i'm like oh that looks pretty good yeah and then i see
0: myself in real life and i'm like whoa i see the problem i see the problem he's wearing these ugly glasses in a lot of the photographs he's in <laughs> and john you got to change these dude i hope it, we don't wear, wear these wear anymore they're good they're good they're just it's a it's
1: an old pair of glasses
0: no they're not good they're they're (laughs) just they make him look like a fucking 90 year old professor (laughs) and then you look at a picture oh wow yeah there's some look at john zaratsky.com that photo is that is accurate let me see here john zaratsky.com I think he's even better looking than he is, Yeah, he is. But this is good. Yeah, this one That's, is good. That gives you a
1: hint. And then, but you really, it's true. You you have to see him on video yeah. or in person to get the full yeah. effect. He's also like pretty tall. So it's it's not like there's something was disappointing in real life. Like he's.
0: Yeah, I was like, is there going to be a catch no here? Catch. Like, you know, yeah, is it? There, Jesus no Christ. Catch. Yeah. This guy is way too good looking. We need to stop him. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It needs to stop. I hate this. It sucks hanging around with people who are way better looking and more charming than you. I know. Because you can't get any attention. Uh, all I want you know? is attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so annoying. I have a friend, Eric. He has got like, the, he's like seven foot tall. <laughs> he's in pretty good shape and he's got a big afro. And... No, no point, point in, yeah. in me being yeah. there when he's yeah. there. You know what I mean? What's the point? <laughs> I can't compete with that. <laughs> There's no way. I, yeah, I'm funny. Great. That doesn't... It's not powerful enough. You know what I mean? Like, intelligence and funniness. I'm not saying he doesn't have those, but those don't matter when you compare just it raw animal to magnetism visuals. visuals. Yeah, Raw, yeah. It's more primal. Primal stuff yeah. always wins. Yeah, yeah. well... You should ask John to listen I to this know. episode as, like, yeah. research. I, I should definitely have that be, like, the the first episode could just
1: be him reacting to this episode.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jesus, there's some pictures of him where I'm like, it gives me hope. <laughs> Look at this picture of him. This picture gives me hope that one day I can also be a good-looking man. Look at this one. This does not do him. Oh, can wow. you see this yeah. that I just shared like a- with you? That's not a good picture yeah, of him. Yeah, that's not.
1: Huh. I happen to know what that's from and I know that we had just flown to New York from the West Coast and it was really early. So maybe he was he like He does look tired. Yeah, yeah, he was tired. I know I was tired too. So maybe I wanna be out with this yeah. version of yeah. John before, <laughs> you know
0: going to a bar or something. I don't <laughs> I don't want attention. Yeah. So anyway, that's the shitty thing about knowing good-looking people. You know, I do think it's important when you're that good-looking, like John, and I
1: think this is true of Michael, smart you too, very nice people, like very. Yeah. But then you almost want them to be kind of conceited, so you could hate them because you yes you can't, and it's sort of frustrating to not be able to at least hate them (sighs) for being so good-looking.
0: Yeah, and it's a different thing because you do. There are really good-looking people who are kind of egotistical dickheads. But they're usually really obsessed with how they look, whereas there are people who are kind of so good looking naturally that they don't need to do anything. Like they don't need to work out or they don't need to have like their hair done all the time or something. They're just really... (laughs) <laughs> I'm just looking at pictures of John. All right, I found another bad picture of him. I found another bad picture of him. John. You gotta, gotta look at these pictures, man. Like, you gotta go to search yourself. Honestly, it's good that these pictures are here because they give us some hope. Check your screen, there, Jake. Here, you know, is, is but, young, but even He's there, aged
1: well. I think that's a young, handsome guy. But you're right; he has definitely aged really well. Like he,
0: that's always great when someone looks better when yeah, they're older. Yeah, you know, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'll stop. I need to, I'm getting <laughs> depressed. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, this whole episode, this is the handover episode. I'm handing over the flame. Let's see. What else is new? I've been, oh, I'll tell you what I did to fall asleep last
1: night. I started reading, I, know, I read a little more of, I should say, the uh, Hyperion 2. I don't know what it's called, but the second book in that series. Oh, and no, uh, Fall of Hyperion, isn't it? Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I just like I got to the end. and Some light, I, I don't know. It was on the Kindle and they were like, here's the next one is $4 or something. Read the next like, thing. Okay, fine. I thought the book was going to end at the end of the first book, but it didn't. So I guess I'll keep reading it.
0: And it's not so far. Is the second one as good as the first one? It takes a while to take off, but it's more like a plot dumping yeah. book. And then all the books from that point, like the best books, I think, are the first one and the third one. Okay. And then the second of each of these books. So the second and fourth are more like plot dumps. It's more like, all right, let's tie up all of the loose ends uh, yeah. so we can start a new
1: story. It's so there's so many characters in this one that I, like it, I did not relate to, I did not like root for the characters in the first one off the bat. And then like, as you start to hear the backstories, there were were like a couple who I was kind of like, okay, I could get into, I could get into this person.
0: Yeah. Most especially the guy with his daughter. That was like a really, that was a great story. Yeah. The backwards aging, aging daughter, Martin, isn't it? Martin? No, Martin is the poet who is kind of annoying, but, but then in the, in
1: the second book so far, very hard to get attached to the main character and all of the people who he, are like in the upper echelons of the galaxy government who he's mingling with i'm just like oh god
0: no not vibing and- i don't know i don't know
1: so but it is it is like because i have so much i've read one whole book
0: yeah. plus
1: of this so, so i have like a lot of momentum on it it doesn't take me
0: a lot of brain power right now to read it which is good i i, I think there's a role for books like that it's worth reading though because this guy does Epic plots really well, and it will not disappoint you by the end in terms of just he goes for it. Okay, that's cool. That's good. Yeah, I would say not like small stuff happens. The way
1: that he my other friend Nate, who was also recommended this book, said that the way that he handles like artificial intelligence is really interesting, and it is like his model of artificial intelligence in here is, is super interesting. So like this idea that there's a what they call the techno core and this is like 800 years in the future or something and they're you know people are like all around all these you know all the galaxy all these different planets and there's like a government of like all the planets together and then they have these like enemies whatever but the techno core is like all these ais that got super intelligent and then they sort of like seceded from the humanity humanity so they just yeah. sort of exist on their own, but they do sort of, like, advise humanity. And they help them and they help well them with certain And they things. have people who are, they are human, but they are, like, they're made by the AI. And Cybrids. Cybrids, yeah. So they're, like, they're human, but their minds are AI. And they, like, interact. There's not very many of them. And then there's also, like, the guy who's the advisor. And it's they're like a also projection. blue, right? They're no, blue those are, so that no, you can tell. No, those are androids. That's different. Oh, those, those are androids. androids. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's an interesting dynamic. And then, as you learn that, like, actually, the TechnoCore—they are not necessarily interested in humanity surviving, but like, they're kind of—they have like different factions inside. It's interesting. Yeah, the way that that is done, especially—I also find it pretty fascinating to read stuff about AI that's written in like the 1980s. I know. It's like, wow, like that. Crazy. This is
0: still super interesting and relevant. Yeah. Like 30 years later. That's cool. Like the interesting things in the book, Super Intelligence by Nick Ballstrom, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. All are the things that are happening in these Hyperion books. Like the yeah. AI getting so powerful that it just goes off and does its own thing because it doesn't care about humans and they're not that interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like something that his book kind of alludes to that they won't really necessarily have the same goals as us and we're trying to build them to do stuff for us but they'll get so intelligent they won't give a shit. It's super interesting. I think the honestly the entire four books are worth reading purely just to see all of these crazy sci-fi things played out to the max and I honestly think that like this writer just want Dan Simmons I think. I think he just wants to see all right he's like okay all the sci-fi stuff in one big series and all of the stuff happens. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. There's like
1: amazing like battle scenes. There's like weird, like, yeah, crazy ideas. Like it's true. Yeah. He seems like an unending well of new ideas about things. The planets are super cool. Yeah. Like they plant on with the giant trees. Yeah. That are just like giant. The tree ship is cool. There's
0: a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. So... It's worth reading till the end. I'm reading, I'm still reading The Magician's Really enjoying it. This is the Harry Potter for big boys, yeah, and big girls. Really enjoying it so far. Which book are you on? The first one, one, yeah, still one, yeah. Okay, but I, I think it's easy reading. It's fun. It's sarcastic. It's well-written. I think that's the important part is like... It is well-written, yeah. After Dan Simmons' four books, I'm like, all right, now I need something that's a bit more coherent and has been edited by an editor. It's funny as because to, I think <laughs> that the first book in Hyperion was like, it was really well-written
1: and like mm. tight. And the second one, I don't know if it continues behind, it, but the second one does not feel quite as tight it's baggy it's baggy it is sagging in places
0: yeah it's it's bilbo sagging. and honestly <laughs> honestly the third book kind of tightens up again and it's like a straight up adventure really cool that's oh, cool and then the fourth book is full-on frodo sagans returns <laughs> like but but it is a let's say the fourth book is like a 15 to 20 hour sci-fi information dump <laughs> it's just like and the I love manual it. of science fiction yeah so i've been experimenting with a few things i think i mentioned it in the last few episodes but i've been experimenting with dramatically reducing my alcohol intake yeah really interesting just in terms of figuring out how much i actually normally drink just because of the amount of just drinking that's in my life and the amount of celebration <laughs> and like after work stuff and just like friends and everything like, honestly, I realize now because of not drinking for, well, when I say not drinking, I mean like observing and just reducing dramatically. I'd say I've reduced about 90%. It's amazing how pretty much every second day minimum, I would have a drink or two drinks with friends or casually after work or at dinner. And then let's say Friday, I would have maybe six, seven drinks, be pretty fucked on Saturday. <laughs> Then still have a drink like, especially now in the sun, you know, we're all going to lakes, we're going to barbecues, all of that kind of stuff. You always have a beer. And it's been so weird to kind of pull out of that world for a while. In the same like I've kind of switched off my social media since June just once a week installing Instagram and then deleting it again. Yeah, And watching that world still happening in front of me is really weird. Like people checking their phone the whole time. And now that I don't check my phone because I don't have anything on there, like I don't have the browser, I don't have Instagram, I don't have anything. The alcohol thing feels similar. Interesting. And yeah, it feels like I'm watching from the outside, observing from the outside, like a phenomenon that everyone's taking part in that makes everyone feel bad <laughs> like as in as in it's bad for you like overall probably but that's like a nor- very normal accepted part of society and i'm not saying i'm stopping drinking i love it but just not drinking randomly and every day and for no reason it's been cool actually how do you handle it when you're in
1: those situations and in the thing that everyone's doing is having a drink. I just
0: snort some Coke. Yeah, that's what I've found too. Yeah. It's like you just have so, to substitute it with something else. Yeah. and then, Something safer. Yeah. You know? Something that just <laughs> takes the place of that habit. Yeah. yeah. If I could just grabbing a big old, I don't know what people collect Coke, from, but like a big old handful and just <laughs> snorting it out. No, um, I'm drinking alcohol free beer. So the first probably two weeks, people found it very strange. Like, because that's another thing. I'm a bit of the wild, I'm the wild one. Like, I'm the one who's like getting people riled up and like, that's the one. <laughs> and like, you know, two drinks in, I'm like the one who wants to do the third and party and have fun. And I love it. And I always found it annoying when there was people in the group who were just kind of freeloaders and they're just getting entertained and they're not really, <laughs> they're not drinking. So they're just sitting there not saying anything. And I'm a bit like that too now. Like I'm I'm trying to learn what it is like to not be drinking but it's been way easier than i expected like i thought i wouldn't be able to have fun but i am able to have fun but there's definitely situations which i think drinking makes it just more worthwhile for example i tried a wedding without drinking nah that did not Never doing that again no (laughs) not doing that anymore ever again but yeah it's been cool just overall because of the lack of disruption to my sleep cycles and the also, just weirdly getting up on a Saturday morning and not being fucked up. Like, just like the slight feeling of tiredness yeah. and slight headache all the time on the weekends when you're drinking. So, huh. You don't drink a lot, so you probably don't have like all of that context. But it's interesting but, for me because you, I think you're just like a
1: social, like, you're so fun. Like, you're like, you are the life of the party. I'm a wacky wild dog. You're, you're wa- You are a wacky wild dog. It's just interesting. I mean, it's like, To be honest, it's like really nice to hear because I have not. I hardly drink. I I do drink a little, but just like not much. And I that has been my way for well, really forever. Yeah,
0: you always had one drink when like when we would like finish a boot camp. Yeah, you would have one drink and go home. Yeah, Yeah. I would go with all the rowdy people from the boot camp and be out till five a.m. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I know, and it's you know, it's it's interesting to hear this partly because I know that in my life I have missed out on some experiences because, and for me, it's like I don't really. It definitely makes me feel bad, and like I, it's a very clear connection that like drinking more does not make me feel good. But <laughs> yeah. like the period of time when it's fun is there, but it's brief, and then it's like it's brutal afterwards. Right. But I also know that yeah, like I've missed out on like I know it's fun. It sounds fun. I can see when it starts to tilt when like I'm getting tired, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to drink anymore. <laughs> and I can see
0: everybody's having and everyone a really else good time is getting rowdy. Like,
1: yeah, I'm probably not going to be getting down with this.
0: So. I accidentally sent you a heart, yeah, by the was way, because I was, I was like, the stupid reaction. I was like, oh God, the screen, rid-
1: has, uh, the screen is frozen. And we lost our connection. What the? Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for
0: sending me that <laughs> laughing face. No, but it is an int- it's a total, like, I-, I see it in this, like, black and white thing of, I see it in the sci fi way of there's dimensions that you can, or like levels of being or levels of reality and i for example feel like i'm missing out on the drugs level of reality because i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't take drugs and i honestly feel like i'm missing out like i don't take i haven't taken any psychedelics and a lot of people i know like think it's the best thing ever yeah. and i'm like i feel like i'm missing out but that's at the same time i'm worried nervous about the effects on my brain and all of this kind of stuff but i think that social media alcohol like a lot of these things Basically anything that's good is bad for you. End of story. Yeah. That's right. End of story. Don't have it? Yeah. Yeah. What is good is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Good is bad, man. Good is bad.
1: I did a science. A naming sprint. A brand sprint and a naming sprint with with John Zaratsky for a project he's working on. We'll see if Hottie John Zaratsky will I'll let him (laughs) decide if he wants to share about his project. In the podcast, I'm hoping that he will. I'm hoping we can do a little behind the scenes of this project he's working on. But, but I do think it's okay to say that I was working with him on naming the thing. And this is really fun. Have you ever named something before? Like it's so. I mean, fun. you named AJ and Smart. You've named Workshopper. Workshopper, uh,
0: like all of our yeah. products. Like, so how do you I'm do it? How do you with go, that. go about naming it? Um, there's multiple options. The most common is that we do a note and vote with the group. Yeah, so we basically write for about 10 minutes as many names as possible stick them up vote on them and then that's at least a short list of ideas and then maybe doing it again having gone through it once that's with workshopper that just came to my brain very suddenly no it it was i tried to buy workshop.com and then i couldn't and so i bought workshopper (laughs) but yeah it's just it's either comes to me immediately or we do a note and vote so i'd together with folks i was working with at google ventures came up with this
1: like somewhat elaborate process for naming that we used a few times but it's basically a note and vote it's just like there's more stuff before that so there's like a brand sprint set of exercises that are like mm. meant to help somebody get some like basic framework for their brand and like how do they want to compare to other companies that are in the space like what do they mm. want the, the vibe to be what do they want the like what's like the reason or the motivation behind what they're doing and how do they want that to kind of shine through and so that's like a set of exercises that's the brand sprint like there's this whole post i have like the three-hour brand sprint so we did that and then on the end of that there's like the naming sprint and the naming sprint is like it's basically known vote but it's just like protracted so like you start off and you come up with themes like for example um you might have things that are just like straightforward you know like workshopper for example is like a straightforward name or like aj and smart it's like more or less straightforward like it's based on yeah it's just names they're also names if you you know there's this idea of like a kind of a name that is like an empty vessel so like it will be like the name itself doesn't really uber great great example uber or apple or nike those are like in and of themselves, like they don't describe what the thing is. So you kind of have to fill it with meaning as you build the the business and, um, to generate those kinds of names, you can just come up with them, but it's helpful to have like a jumping off point. Like, oh, we're going to investigate, like a theme might be nature. Like what are things in nature or a theme might be mythology, you know, that's where maybe you'd get Nike or like whatever. Like, and so you have a few, so we basically do like a note and vote on themes And then you do a note and vote on names, Mm. but you take a while to do it. And so in this case, we did like, we like waited overnight, you like, you know, Ah. like like did overnight thinking and came up with the list and then came back. And then you have to, of course you have to, at some point, like as you start to narrow the names down, you have to vet them to like- Check domains. Check (laughs) domains, you gotta see if somebody else already doing a thing that's kind of similar that will be confusing for people. Anyway, it was fun. I've only done that a handful of times, but like... Is there somewhere online where we can find that? That one? Like process? Yeah, I, you can find it. There's a thing called the bonus pack that's on the sprintbook.com. Let me just, I'm gonna have to look up what the URL is. And you can, and, if you've bought the book, it just asks you to put in like the order number. Email address. Oh, okay, the, cool. The book. Yeah, if you go to the sprintbook.com slash pack, there is, I believe, actually, no, you know what? It doesn't say that it's that it's in here. I wonder why that is. I guess there's not a thing. I guess I should post it somewhere. So no, there's not. Sorry, there's not. There, we used to give it as part of the pack, but now I don't know where people can find it.
0: Maybe soon. Maybe soon. Do. Maybe
1: soon we'll post that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we probably should. <laughs> Jake, I sadly have a... Company meeting coming up in five minutes. Can they just join the podcast as part of the meeting? uh It's like six people <laughs> presenting <laughs> some updates. <laughs> presenting updates probably wouldn't be very exciting. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a pretty good, <laughs> pretty exciting episode so far. Yeah, yeah. They would have added too much excitement to it, I think. Okay. Well, should the we wrap it up? Though, should we try to wrap smell- it up? Yeah. I mean, um you know, I think I'll say I'm going to miss everybody. We don't interact with the podcast listeners, I guess. So I'm going to miss. Chatting to you, Jake, and making stupid jokes for the next few weeks. But at the same time, I'm gonna come back a spiritual being. You know, it's worth it. Enlightenment.
1: It's worth it, yeah. To have you be enlightened. Because then you're gonna enlighten me, and then like we can enlighten everybody through the pod
0: exactly yeah man
1: are you gonna take any break as well like you, i guess you're stuck at home all the time so it's kind of fuels, <laughs> yeah. I guess. you know it's like that flight of the concord song when you're unemployed there's no vacation <laughs> i'm just at home yeah fuck i'm sort of i am sort of taking a break because i decided that between like now okay. and when my kids are in school which is like mid-september for us here i'm not going to do any writing projects oh so cool. okay like there's still stuff that i end up having to do but but at least not doing that. So Perfect. Like yesterday, me and Luke and Flynn played. I, I convinced Luke, I should say, just in case someone who knows Luke is listening to this, although it seems exceedingly unlikely <laughs> that any of his high school friends listen to this, that Luke is not into Dungeons & Dragons, but I coerced him yesterday to play. We have a Dungeons & Dragons board game mm-hmm. called The Legend of Drizzet and Nerd! Uh, total nerd. Total nerd. And I'm way into it. And I got Flynn, my younger son, into it, and we convinced. I convinced that's Luke cool. to join with us. That was so fun. That was such a great. That is cool. So I'm trying to do more things like that. We're visiting my mom, who's in quarantine, or you know, with quor- uh, we're in quarantine everywhere here. So we were camping out in like her in the field of the farm up there later this week. Uh, we do stuff cute. like that. It'll be good, but uh, no, like hardcore soul searching sabbatical. I could use one, mm. but I'll I'll save it for another year when things are less
0: insane, less weird. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to travel again and i'll definitely visit you guys over there in seattle yeah when stuff calms down a bit <laughs> <laughs> all right dude all right dude talk to you in about five weeks yeah
1: oh man your voice Fancy. is gonna sound different It's gonna be like kind of like gravelly and like peaceful you're like All right, mate! (laughs) My name is
0: Jonathan! And I'm back in Australia, not British, I can't really tell. Yeah, it's gonna be very different. It's gonna be very different. Should we sing it out? Yeah, let's let's sing it out. One, two, three, four, ah! Jake Jake Jonathan! Oh Jake Jonathan! Jake Jonathan. Jonathan. Ah. Jonathan. Whoa. 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 Yeah. Whoa. Perfect. Perfect. Bye everybody. Bye, everybody.